and we are live. <laughs> Welcome to the Occult Colour Sellers podcast, and this is episode nine. That's a lot of episodes, Harry. That's nine weeks of Harry having to listen to me talk in my <laughs> garage. Well, we started most of this outside, didn't we? We did, yeah. With a lot of people like talking and doing things that we didn't really want them to do, as in interrupting every and siren noises and things like that. But we decided to move the garage because we feel like it's a lot more quiet. Yeah. But occasionally we get the fridge making ice. But <laughs> there we go. How are you doing, Harry? Are you all right? All good, yeah. Yeah, all good. I mean, we've got some good uh, topics for tonight. Um, yeah. We're going to be talking about the do's and don'ts of starting to train. So I suppose this episode's kind of directed to the guys, as most of our, our episodes are. People that want to start training, don't really know what to do, or maybe has started the process of training, especially now that the gyms are reopening. People are probably starting to get excited, and uh, I know I am, but uh, some people are probably getting excited to get themselves in the gym and get themselves working out, and they're probably already starting to do some of these things that we're going to discuss, and they're probably wondering, is this right, is this wrong, you know? I think a lot of these things that we're going to talk about are basic mistakes that are sort of like, you know, um, sort of easily doable because it's typical of people. But not only are we going to talk about the don'ts, we're also going to talk about the do's. So every don't I give you, or every don't me and Harry give you, we're going to give you a do. You see what I'm saying? So, yeah. I mean, so Harry, how did you find our workout today? Yeah, it's killer as always. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, uh find yourself I, I found I found that you got yourself a lot stronger this workout as you said you feel like you were less tired in this yeah. one yeah definitely I'll tell you what that time under tension abdominals really done me yeah yeah I mean and those sprints at the end you know what I mean but no I felt yeah I felt better and shout out to your program as well yeah it all helped yeah yeah which you can buy for 10, 10 pounds yeah as we say <laughs> Lucifer and Lilith programs available 10 pounds guys uh, designed to burn fat and to tone and to build muscle. It's a 12-week program. There is nutrition, there's workouts, there's hit workouts, stretching, meditation. There's all these things lined up for you guys and you'll get added to a private group where you can access all this and you can post your transformation and you can have help from me. Um, we also have t-shirts available on Holy Ones t-shirts, the podcast weekly, Guys, you know the deal. If you're a regular listener, you know what we give out. Uh, if you are a regular listener as well, thank you. Thank you for coming back. And if you can promote our work and like our stuff, that would be absolutely brilliant. We would appreciate that a lot. So, Harry, you're going to speak up a bit this time because... I know we had a couple... Well, we had someone in some, particular... Say uh, to us... Who so couldn't were, really hear me. So I'll make sure I speak up for that special person. Yes, yeah, you've got to be a little more <laughs> loud, Harry. You've yeah. got to shout into the, into the, into yeah. the camera, bro. Yeah. that's it uh, shout out to that person a very he's, special person he's a good friend of ours <laughs> um, but yeah um, so I suppose we should start with the first one of do's and don'ts of training so Harry I think as we speak about all the time number one is mentality yeah and when I say mentality I'd probably say you know you see those guys so number one I don't like getting stared at in the gym I don't believe in myself. I feel like I'm too fat or too thin, you know, or sometimes too muscly. You know, some some guys 
want to slim down and they go oh I'm too muscly or you know they want to go on a cut they want to lose a bit of muscle which isn't very typical but you know it's very very common yeah. you know everyone has different types of bodies and everyone has different goals you know and to subject yourself to one type of person is ridiculous but there is a lot of people that mentally block themselves before they start training if you're a guy that have trained for years and you're looking to go on to something different or if you're someone that's never trained before looking to get into fitness everyone starts somewhere and I think the common denominator I hear Harry is oh I'm too embarrassed to go to the gym because I feel like people are going to look at me and what do we say all the time Harry you know this well, one you know, is it? yeah someone's staring they're not working hard you're not working hard enough that's it <laughs> I mean at the end of the day if you're already mentally blocking yourself you definitely ain't going to get anywhere no. and I think how to come over that mental block is to take yourself a step at a time I feel like a lot of people when they start training and this is definitely a don't they as we spoke about on one of our previous podcasts is that they overthink it Yeah. they get themselves too hyped up they get themselves in the gym they burn out straight away and they think that every workout is the same they think the exercise is too hard and they quit um, I think number one when it comes to that is to basically take your, take your workouts a step at a time so as we said before a really good mentality sort of check for that is to tick off each section you've done so say that you've got a workout of six sets and you're on to bicep curls and you've got triceps next once you've done your bicep curls cross it off so you can see your progress coming through yeah. see what I mean and just focus on that one section before you move on I think writing down your workouts and writing down what you're doing is very effective yeah as we used to do we used yeah. to be times that we want to we want to stop during a, yeah. work, a long workout yeah and we cross up as we go and it does yeah help. it does help i mean because we we had like a page full yeah of like stuff and our workouts were probably a bit over the top but they were good but for the point, the, the point stands the point remains that the fact that if you cross it off as you go it can mentally it can mentally help you yeah exactly so that's so a number definitely do that's a big step to stop yourself from kind of overloading yeah. I think which a lot of people get worried about so the anxiety of training yeah. um, another sort of mentality check as well which probably goes into sort of training purpose I would say which is our next step but I think the big one is basically you know going in with a purpose mentally does help yeah. because if you're a guy that like turns up to the gym and like you've seen them you know they go on the machines they do like one set on the lap pull down yeah. then they go to the treadmill <laughs> and then they go to the elliptical and yeah. then they go on the lap pull down again it's like what are you training mate yeah, yeah I mean and like and like you see that those guys make no progress because they're just floating it, yeah. I call them gym ghosts <laughs> yeah I call them gym ghosts because they just or like because they or, or my other favourite uh, word for them is gym pigeons <laughs> but um, they they just like you know they float around the gym and they shit on the machine and they leave again <laughs> you know um it's it's to me you need to kind of go to the gym of a purpose you know you, you need to have a plan you need a plan I've done it where I've gone in the gym and I've not actually known what to do what I'm going to do yeah obviously where I've been going obviously a lot quite some years obviously you can adjust but yeah if you're new to it and you go without a plan you're just going to find yourself not really benefiting from it exactly because like, I suppose we should go on to training purpose I think number number one is like what what are you trying to train for? Are you lose, looking to lose weight? Are you looking to gain muscle? Are you yeah. looking to do body weight training? So aesthetics, calisthenics. Are you looking to do static training? So learning how to do holds for a long period of time, you know, like things like planches, handstands. 
Now, it's really good to mix all the few. And if your program is a workout where you do everything, so you do like 10 minutes of everything, that could work for you. And some people do do like that. I used to train like that, and I, and it did help me. But over time, you find that you actually have a set purpose, you know? Yeah. So if you're looking to build muscle, then you do set build muscle days. You know, you do body groups, you do splits, you do, you know... Um, upper one day, lower one day, upper one day, you know, and make sure that you're hitting all muscle isolation. But if you're going to the gym and, I don't know, you're like floating about doing things that you shouldn't really be doing to your goal, then you ain't going to get anywhere, you know, because at the end of the day, purposely understanding, right, I want to build muscle. So I'm going to focus on, as you spoke about before, progressive overload, exercises that boost testosterone and like compound lifts um hard work you know drop sets dips pull-ups all those sort of things like the hard exercises that are scientifically proven to build muscle if you focus on those primary movements muscle will be built but if you're floating around the gym then you ain't going to build nothing from a mentality standpoint as well yeah if you haven't if you're just going one set of one one set of another Mm. you your heart's not in it, your mind's not in it, and no. you're set, and you're not going to get best form either. No, form's a big one. Yeah, that people miss out 100%. time and time again. And if your form's not up to point up to scratch, then yeah, you know, just not bother. I mean, unless you're training for endurance, for example, like when I say people float around the gym, people do focus on just muscle building. But yeah, the, point, the point, the point of endurance is that yeah. you've got to make sure that you do enough sets. Now, yeah. if you're doing one set of eight, yeah, then that's, that's not going to build any endurance. Exactly, so you've got to make sure you're doing at least three or four. Well, at least four sets, I would say. You could do an endurance like shot the body workout, where you do like sort of rounded sessions, like we used to do. You know, we used to do our ten rounds of. Yeah. Then we used to do like a set of ten of kettlebells. That is consistent and progressive. Yeah, yeah exactly. And we had a plan. We had a plan, but there are there are some guys which I think you know turn and say, which is a big mistake of a lot of people that they go to the gym, they want to do everything. Because they yeah. think that's how they're going to build muscle. Yeah. You know, for example, like, you know, uh, they go in the gym and they, as I said, they go on the lap pull-down machine. Then they go on the legs machine and then they use every machine on the sun doing 10 sets of 10. And then they do push-ups and they do pull-ups. And they, before you know it, they've been in the gym for three hours. Yeah. And they've just been repping and repping and repping. As you said, no form control. They fatigue themselves by hour one. Yeah, it's true. And so the other two hours are literally just useless. And all you're doing is fatigue training and endurance training. Yeah. So, I would say, for a beginner, for someone that's starting, keep your workout short, and keep your workouts to at least six sets, six sets, six or ten sets minimum, yeah. of what you're doing. So like, say, so for a great beginner, so this to me, if you're looking to do calisthenics, or weighted calisthenics, a great sort of muscle growth weighted calisthenics workout could be three sets of dips, starting with a drop set. So the heaviest weight, so you get a weight belt and put, say, say your heaviest is 10 kilograms, put 10 kilograms on, do 8 to 12 reps, and then drop the weight to, say, 8, and do that again, and then do it again. That's yeah. your dips completed. Move on to pull-ups. Do the same thing. Move on to press-ups. You could, yeah. do, some, you could do some hypertrophy press-ups. So for, I don't know, 80 to 100 reps, just literally just banging up different styles of press-ups. Because there is... So many different styles of press-ups. Yeah, exactly. But focus on the ones that work. Yeah. You know, like check, like diamond press-ups, diamond press-ups pike yeah. press-ups, you know, that sort of thing. Yeah. 
Um, and then that could be like your first three sets, and then you move on to some sort of like explosive movements if you're looking to do full body. Yeah. Or if you want to add some weights in, you could do some deadlifts. You can do some uh, some bench press to utilize weight training. And this is so, what we talk about when we say about having a plan. Yeah, having a plan. Everything when you go in there. Exactly. You be if you're a beginner, focus on compound lifts and strength movements. That's what I'd say. When you start to get a bit more advanced, so like seven, eight months into your training, and you've got a real good sort of understanding of training by then by following this process yeah. then start looking into getting a bit more creative with your sessions maybe you can start doing some sort of freestyle stuff some bar if you wanted to you can start doing like sort of like a challenging workout so for example things like you know like a thousand rep sessions yeah or like these big challenge sessions that you see on uh youtube which we'll talk about in a minute yeah um yeah. but i think as again with weight loss as well i mean this is a real big thing people yeah. mistake hit training for weight loss yeah now, they go into the gym, right, and they do 10 minutes of HIIT training or 20 minutes of HIIT training. Yeah. And they leave and they've burnt more calories than walk there and two. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And then their heart rate must be boosting because it's hard work. But that, that steady state cardio has probably burnt more calories than they have in the gym, you know? For example, I mean, they could be doing HIIT training doing sit-ups. Yeah which probably burns a calorie per sit up. Imagine if you do 30 seconds on, 30 seconds off and you've only done and you've only done four sit ups. Four five, yeah. Then you've only burnt five calories. It is true. I mean there are you there know? are hit workouts that can work. Yeah. Um as long as as long as you do it you need to do it long enough. I'd say when I used to do hit workouts there was at least it was at least 35 minutes. Yeah. Per one. Yeah. Um because you you won't read the benefits otherwise. Yeah. I mean to me I would say with hit training Unless you're absolutely dead at the end of it, and you've given it your all, yeah, ain't worked. No, hundred percent. And it's not necessarily the exercises that you do; it's more about how you do the exercise. Yeah. I mean, when it comes to losing weight, we've spoke about this before, which is another plan, which comes into the nutrition for weightlifting and fat loss. You you need to be in a calorie deficit. You ain't gonna lose any weight if you're not in a calorie deficit. I'm sorry, yeah. but that is the truth. A lot of people, oh, I'm gonna to go to the gym and lose weight. They do two hours in the gym and then they eat two hundred calories over. Well, everything they've done, it's been undone because yeah. they've still gone over their calories. But yeah, you know, yeah. you you could do weightlifting. So high intense weightlifting or calisthenics training. You don't necessarily have to do hit training, and you'll burn more calories doing those movements because. Could you reckon pull-ups, doing three sets of pull-ups, yeah. are you going to burn more calories than doing 30 seconds on, 30 seconds off, you no, know, yeah. skipping or whatever? No, you that's know? it. I'm, and again, th- that's where the, the key to weight loss as well, fat loss. Um, the fastest and healthiest way to do it is cardio sessions. Mm. And if you're doing a, a high-intensity run where you can do... Four miles. Yeah, four awesome. miles, and then add some sprints in there while you're doing a long-distance run. Yeah. Then that's that's the fast way you're going to burn it. Exactly. Without actually damaging your body. Yeah. And the and the steady-state cardio, you know? Yeah. So, like, you know, long walks, if you like walking. Um, jump rope. You spoke out jump rope, the, jump lazy, rope man's, is, yeah. the lazy man's uh, favourite workout. You yeah. don't have to move anywhere. Yeah. But you burn 600 calories. In about half an hour. In about right? half an hour, yeah. yeah. See, you know, all these sort of things, you know? But... I think when it comes more to weight loss, as long as you've got calories right, yeah. I think anything you do in the gym will help. 
Yeah, you I know, think, well, I bring up the running side of it. I'm yeah, more in terms of lines of along the lines of um, if you want to do it sort of quickly. Yeah. Without damaging your body, yeah. And cardio as well as a calorie deficit is yeah. probably the fastest. Hundred percent, you're definitely right there. I mean, running is definitely probably the number one way. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think like a six mile run, you you burn like a thousand calories. I think it's about seven hundred fifty. Seven hundred fifty, yeah, something like that. I mean, and if you like running, if you enjoy running, which a lot of people do, then there you go. It's quite a short, long distance run. To do yeah, that, exactly. So. The 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 mistake comes with fat loss when you're not in the deficit. Yeah, yeah, and. Here's another thing as well, I suppose, with planning, is when it comes to building muscle, a lot of people think, I need to eat loads. That's it, yeah. You know, you only need to be about 400. We spoke about this last episode. Yeah. You only need to be about 400 calories over your, your calorie limit in a surplus if you're looking to build mass. Yeah. You can still build muscle in a deficit as long as you're hitting your protein, which we discussed before. Protein is key. But if you're looking to bulk as in to get really big, then you need to be in a, in a surplus and it's easier to build muscle in a surplus. We all yeah. know this. Yeah. But the thing is with a surplus is you, you gain fat. Like you can't you can't escape gaining fat with a surplus. Yeah. Um no matter what you do, because you're eating over your limit. Yeah. Um That's true. But you see I think if you have the correct training style that is directed to your goals and if you have the correct calories implementing your goals, you shouldn't have any problems. Yeah. And that's and that's where it comes to training purpose and understanding. Nutrition and training styles coming together. So number one, with weight loss, steady state cardio, high intense cardio, if you're doing intense training. So to me a hit workout is skipping. Yeah. Going as hard as you can with the jump rope. Not not jumping around on the floor like a fucking monkey. No. <laughs> yeah, I mean, doing like you know, like star jumps which probably burn like two calories every five jumps yeah. you know what I mean yeah. and you know and it's where with a jump rope fucking you, you can for, get a decent one for about yeah, 10, 10, pounds. 10 pounds and just going for yeah. it you yeah. know what I mean I mean so yeah that's probably number one and when it comes to weightlifting and training and calisthenics and gaining muscle make sure you're in a decent calorie surplus or a calorie deficit with the right protein and ensure that you're you know hitting the hitting the correct progressive overload yeah. and consistently challenging your body again it's both about progressive overload loads of times last week as yeah well. exactly a lot of the, uh, exactly so if if you're looking to fundamentally do muscle growth then just stick just go to that podcast and have a watch last week last week's episode yeah muscle, muscle growth but so again do's and don'ts to start training don't just go in without a purpose you know mm. that's a, that's a big one now, a big one I'm probably going to get a bit of stick for, but Harry, you know exactly what I mean. Avoid, avoid as much YouTube as possible. Yeah. 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 100%. Now, YouTube is a free community, and there are so many people on there with opinions, and there's so many people on there with biased opinions on training. Yeah. Like us. Yeah. But there's a lot of people that want to feed you lies just to get you just to get views to get likes yeah. to get content reviews to basically get you to buy their supplements if they start their video of you selling you something don't watch them that's the way I look at it I know it sounds really silly but their only goal is to get money from you I mean you might find the odd one but I mean that's that's a rarity anyway yeah exactly so I think you know? yeah that's probably the best way to go I yeah say. I mean if you I mean I would say the most trusted sort of YouTuber 
that talks about fat, uh, you know, like fat loss, muscle growth, overall performance is Athlean I recommend if you want to learn off YouTube, Athlean X or uh, someone called uh, Ty Vizik. He's another very good athlete. Um, and sticking to those sort of really well-trusted sort of video, you know, the, the high content sort of uh, continuous sort of consistency of good content yeah. where it's been backed by science. And that's the key one, isn't it? Yeah, the key exactly. word is science. I mean, yeah. a lot of what we talk about is science based. Science, mm. you know, it's backed up by the science. Exactly. I mean, as I say, unfortunately, with these guys, they do like to sell their items, supplements, they're, they're, etc. With, with the only goal to be the magic to make pills. Money. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And then people buy them, and then they don't see any results, and they wonder, oh, it's me, and then they quit. Yeah, that's it. So, the reason why I've decided to kind of attack YouTube in a way is because I watch a lot of YouTube. I do. I, I love to watch YouTube, especially a lot of fitness content, um, because I like, to, I like to come up with new ideas myself. I like to see what I can do. I like to watch a lot of calisthenics stuff. Now, the trick with calisthenics and sort of weight training, like body weight training, sorry, is it can't be faked. It can't go wrong. See what I'm saying? Yeah. You literally see someone lifting their own body weight. But when it comes to weight training on YouTube, there is a lot of fake people like doing fake weights, yeah. a lot of fake world records, a lot of fake form controls, um, a lot of people sort of selling things that they, 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 they can't really back up upon. You know, so... It's funny. I saw a video just quickly on, yeah. on YouTube. The guy, he was, he was um, curling barbells. Yeah. And he had big old discs on these. On the end of his big old weights on the end of his his barbell. Yeah. But he he, he blurred out the numbers on the um, on the on the discs. Yeah. And it turns out these were big old discs, but they were like five kilos on each side. Yeah, exactly. When he made them look like they're about twenty five. Twenty five kilos. Yeah. See, you see what I mean. <laughs> so it can easily it can easily be duped by these. People. It can easily be duped by these people, and also a lot of these people are actually on high performance drugs. That as well. Yeah. And they're probably saying you can get a physique like me if you do this, this, and this. And there's people perceivedly looking for a physique like that, but they ain't going to get it. No. You not, know? not doing that anyway. Exactly. <laughs> so I would, I would definitely recommend sticking to at least one channel that you can follow. So, as I said, I like, to, I like to direct all my listeners to people that I think are very beneficial. So um, I would say the two channels I would say to watch is Ty Physiques and Athlean And possibly I would say Phoenix as well, which is a, which is a calis- calisthenics um, overall base train training program. See, because the re- again, a lot of people turn to YouTube when they want to start something. Everyone these days, you know, I wanna I wanna learn how to fix a car, how to start riding piano, uh, you know, you know, playing the, playing piano. the piano, yeah, the guitar, anything. Go on YouTube, 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 YouTube. That is the way forward. Yeah. So a lot of these people are probably thinking like six core exercises that I can do to burn fat. Now, what's the problem with that with that sentence? Six core exercises that I'm gonna to do to burn fat. A lot of people can, t- you know, see that's that's an easy trick that people get into. They look at the core exercises, abdominal exercises to burn belly fat, but they don't realise that actually what burns belly fat is being in a calorie in, well, yeah. in a calorie deficit. Yeah. And uh, there is no exercises that burn belly fat. Yeah. It's being in a calorie deficit. I mean, you can strengthen muscles by you doing strengthen exercises, muscles by but doing you can't them. burn the. Exactly. See, a lot of these YouTubers do clickbait videos. The yeah. five secrets to gaining 
arms like this or you know, like because they've got secrets in big bold letters yeah and it, or like or like um i tried this for a week guess what happened yeah you know all this sort of thing or like i tried this supplement turned into an animal yeah and then you find out that the supplement they tried is something that they're trying to sell yeah that's it, you see yeah. what i'm saying so you see where i'm coming at you know or like um you know the thing is why i choose uh Anthony next is because Anthony talk Anthony next talks a lot about um he talks about sort of injury prevention he talks about correct form. He talks about actual exercises that help build yeah. muscles. He doesn't do anything about secrets, secrets to this, secrets to that. He literally says this is science and how bother the body works. You know yeah. what I mean? I think a lot of these videos are designed for clickbait. And a lot of them are designed to sort of like 16, 18-year-old guys, girls, That's think, it, yeah. oh, he has all the secrets. You know what yeah. I mean? I'm going to click on that. You know what I mean? He's going after desperate people. Desperate people. Who desperately want... Yeah, a transformed body now. Yeah, yeah. And will do anything to get it, mm. except they won't because they won't actually get yeah. off their couch and do the work that it entails. Or like that guy that wants to build muscle straight away. Yeah. But like doesn't want to put the work. He doesn't want to put the work in, or like you know, it's like it's like it's like I gained I gained instantly after doing this. You know what I mean? Like you know, they click on the video and they're like, oh yeah, yeah. you know, you won't see any of that with next. You know, and a lot of people that probably listen to my two of the podcasts or follow my page probably know who Athlete Next are and they probably do agree you know yeah. um, so yeah when it comes to YouTube make sure be you watch careful. just be careful what you're watching yeah. and uh, stick to science based exercises if, if the video is talking about progressive overload talking about a calorie deficit for the first time when you watch their videos then you're probably in a good channel yeah. you know that's probably what and also as well I say stick to body weight sort of channels because there's no lie in there no you know um, you can see that they're performing the exercise you know like a handstand to plant for example that probably would be very hard to edit to make it look like they're doing (laughs) a fake one yeah you know but as you just said Harry that video you watched it's very easy to fake curl exactly you know you know yeah blur things out or edit stuff out it can be done yeah exactly 100% so yeah there we go guys avoid YouTube as much as possible just stick to one channel or two um well another one Harry which we both like to speak about supplements I mean that sort of ties in with the YouTube bit yeah well. it really I mean, does say selling supplements yeah and that sort of thing but another one is you know we take certain supplements yeah um but you can't just take the supplements and expect them to work magically. You've no. got to you've got to do the the work alongside it. Yeah, a lot of a work. lot of people think that supplements are the magic pill. You yeah. know, yeah, like this weight loss supplement. Yeah. Like body suppressors, hmm. which I think are. A... <laughs> See, I'm not going to deter anyone from using any fat burners or body. I'm not going to say they don't work because yeah. I can't say that. But I'm going to say that if you can just stick to a calorie deficit, you don't need to spend any your money on it. You know? That's it, yeah. For example, yeah. like you know, like a lot of people buy BCAAs and like amino acids on top of protein powder, which have BCAAs and amino acids in. Why do you need to buy the BCAAs and amino acids when you've got a tub of protein powder? Yeah. Yeah, I mean. Yeah. Um, unless you're just looking to get BCAAs, essentially, then stick to it. You know, but you don't have to have that. You know, and a lot of these again, as you said, Harry, YouTube. A lot of YouTube, like I remember when I when talk about a video I watched. This bloke, he he was selling like 12 different types of supplements 
and the the caption was you need these to gain muscle <laughs> that's what it said and guess what his supplement line was about this is my pre-workout this is my during workout this is my after workout oh. this is my two hours after workout <laughs> this is my chain uh, uh, bloody supplement you know that goes before you go to bed and this is the supplement you have when you go to bed yeah. this is the supplement you have when you wake up this is the you know and I was like I was like what <laughs> and people have actually picked apart his videos and said this is a load of shit well, you know, yeah. but there's people that believe this. There's people that see this and think, "Oh, I want to spend loads of money on this." It's because of death, desperation. This comes desperation in. comes in. Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, uh, my supplements used to be massive. I used to take a lot of supplements. I mean, I think the key supplements for me that I use is protein powder out of, um, you know, sort of <sighs> conveniency. So, for example, like as my dad works nights. Yeah. If he's asleep in bed, I can't go cooking, making noise. Yeah. So, the best way to get like a a bit of protein in is to have a protein shake instead. It's yeah. quicker. It's easier. You know, if you're if I'm at work, my job's quite quick, quite rapid. So, a quick protein shake in there, good. But I don't ne- necessarily rely on it. If I don't have to have a protein shake, I won't have one. I'll have a meal. You know what I mean? Yeah. But they work. You know, yeah. so they they help you get your protein in. Um. But there's but, people that literally just fucking like drink them like that's, that's the thing. You're not, you're not you're not just drinking all this protein powder and all that sort of thing, consuming it, yeah, and not doing anything mm. because that's that's a, that's a fast track way to gain fat as well. Yes, yes, exactly. Um, so as long as you, as long as you use supplements correctly, it yeah. shouldn't be a problem. But as you say, just looking out for all the you know the people out there that are trying to sort of scam you scam you this is going to work without doing this you know what I mean like you hear a lot of things like you don't need to do this to to get this you know what I mean well you do yeah I mean supplements come hand in hand with training you can't take supplements if you don't train how many times have we seen stuff where they say want to get fit and eat pizza yeah yeah take your supplement you can still eat pizza I'm not going to mention the name because I'm not going to do that but we know exactly who we're talking (laughs) about yeah, I mean, or like when they said you can fit. This is my next meal. About I fit this in at the right time. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's like you know, it's it's, but with this supplement, you can still have this. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like like you know, sort of saying if you take this fat burner, you can have the food you like. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's yeah. like, well, your fat burner ain't gonna work if you're in a calorie surplus. That's it. Yeah, yeah I mean, <laughs> if you're eating more calories than than needed, then like it's like it's like when when he goes, you've heard this before. All you've got to do to lose weight is eat less. <laughs> wrong like that it's like no right you know it's it's, oh, it's, yeah. it's it's silly but when it comes to the supplements inside of it it's like the key supplements I like to stick to science backed as I said is the protein powder creatine because it actually works yeah and sometimes I like to take some omega freeze omega freeze and some multivitamins because I think you know vitamins help yeah you know we yeah. improve your you know immune system yeah they protect you from viruses yeah, and um, yeah, they they protect you from things that are damaged, and also the the, the cod liver oil again, backed by science, it it helps your brain, you yeah, know, you helps your brain function. So yeah, yeah I can forget about the vitamin side of it, don't they? Yeah, they do. Yeah, I think I think to be honest, micronutrients and vitamins are very important. Yeah, you know, which goes on to our sort of like next sort of subject is sort of nutrition. Basic broad nutrition is basically like. I'm not going to talk about how to eat. I'm going to talk about sort of what to avoid with this one. And but before I go into that, just to quickly do with the supplements is that basically just stick to the supplements as minimal as possible. Stick to ones that work. Yeah. And that's it. You don't need to buy all these magical supplements. No, because there's no such thing as a magical supplement. There's no such thing as a magical supplement because guess what? Training isn't magic. It's hard work, sweat. Yeah. And it's, and it, and it, and it's, 
you know, consistency. Yeah. Consistency is key, 100%. Yeah. Um, but when it comes to nutrition, avoid these sort of flashy, like, low-fat stuff, because a lot of them are completely covered in sugar. Definitely. Um, avoid these overly expensive 50 grams of protein drinks or like you know 50 grams of protein in this piece of chicken sort of stuff you know you know it's like yeah. just i would say try and keep your food as real as possible if it's got weird say i look the way i look at my food is if if it if i look at the back of it and it's got like weird words i can't pronounce i won't fucking eat it <laughs> you see what i'm saying yeah you know like if i see it's chicken and it has chicken breast yeah and it is a chicken breast you know there's protein in that chicken breast. You see yeah. what I'm saying? So you're going to fucking eat it. Yeah. You know I mean? But all these fucking magical fucking yogurts and all that, and like, you know, like fucking, these overly expensive fucking protein bars and that that say that they have like fucking 50 grams of protein in it. How yeah. do you know? That's the thing. I mean, I know we talk about nutrition a lot, but it is an important one. Yeah, it is. It is a key, key thing to do. But, um, it's like, people always complain about the price of eating healthy and all this sort of thing. Yeah. But then they'll, as I said, they'll go and spend six, seven pounds on a fucking protein extra bar. low fat yogurts yeah yeah per se. when you don't need but, it you know you can as you say you can buy frozen berries etc for yeah, 75 quid yeah 75 p Swiss RP, sorry yeah <laughs> see which which is which berries is micronutrients which is probably the most super important foods. yeah superfoods yeah i mean as i said we say this every single podcast stick to your superfoods stick yeah. to your protein that's real yeah definitely so yeah you know your lean meats yeah if you're vegan stick to your beans your, po- your peanut butter all that sort of thing, you know, because you know it's going to have protein in it. Yeah. But yeah. you can't guarantee that these mega protein bars, unless you need it for convenience, has protein in. No. You know, like, like I know that sounds really silly, like, how can you say that, Joe? It says it has 20 grams of protein in it. But you don't know. It could just be a fad, you know, just, just to make money. I think on that standpoint, I mean, it has to go through trading standards, etc., to get past. So. Mm. I'm not sure on that point, but I mean the other points we made are all true. Yeah. You know, just it, on on the protein side, you, you can't have something in the bag that that has thirty grams of protein in. Yeah. And get past training standards if it doesn't have thirty grams of protein. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah. But um, but no, like I said, the nutrition side is so important. Yeah. And I say the cost can always be overcome because if you put your mind to it, you can easily save money eating yeah. healthy rather yeah. than eating. Unhealthy. Exactly. I mean, think about it like this. How much money do you spend on a takeaway? Exactly. You could spend 20, 25. 25 quid on a takeaway. If you gorge on a takeaway, which most likely is. But if you bought that, if you bought, if you bought lean chicken breast, right, but made it tasty, like you could add cheese to it. Yeah. You know, a homemade barbecue sauce to it. You buy a whole chicken. Yeah, buy a whole pounds. chicken, add some Nando sauce to it. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about, you know? Yeah. And this is all nice food. I'm not telling you to yeah. eat fucking boiled chicken and fucking boiled cabbage. Yes. Yeah, I mean, like, make, make the food make the food adventurous and nice yeah. and then you get to learn how to cook and also you get to eat real food which you know has the grams that you need but people people get lazy don't they they do That's get lazy I suppose they well, don't want to spend half an hour maybe a bit longer just to prepare some food yeah they'd rather go and just and then wait longer for a takeaway yeah I would, I would to be honest I would rather know that what I've prepared has every single gram that I need yes yeah, and tastes good yeah you know I mean I think when it, as I said, when it comes to food and when it comes to nutrition, there are a lot of things that sort of, you know, you, you think to yourself, oh, I can't, I can't bother to do that, I can't be, but like you don't actually have to meal prep. You don't have to eat out of six tubs a day. No. 
Yeah, you know I mean, as long as you're hitting your your standard protein, your 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 protein designed to your body weight, which we discussed many times. If yes. you want to know more about that, buy my program or look at the uh, look at the um, look at last last week's episode. I mean, we talk about nutrition. Yeah, every week. But it's very important. I don't want to cheat, guys. Because yeah. it, it is so, the so most if, important thing. If you want to advise on nutrition, there's eight other podcasts you can listen to as well. Yeah, exactly. And, and you can speak to more. me directly. I will not. Yeah, you know, what's the best thing for this? You know, I mean, to be honest, like they say, tuna is the best for you to eat. They say chicken's the best thing to eat. Look, guys, if there's something that has high protein content and is low in low in fat, if your goal is to stay lean and build muscle, if your goal is to lose fat. If your goal is to get, no matter whatever it is, you can eat all these amazing things, be in a calorie deficit, and be in a calorie surplus, and making sure that you're getting the correct nutrition you need. 100%. Definitely. You know, a big mistake that people make when they go into training is they look at all this flashy protein, high protein stuff. They look at all these, they get overloaded with all this stupid crap that they don't need. Yeah. And then they quit. Like. You say, yeah. Like, you know, like you have that lad that start. I mean, you know, when I started training, I wanted to get big, right? So I had three meals a day of chicken and broccoli that I prepared on the Sunday. Right. It was awful. I hated it. <laughs> it would be. It was absolutely awful. <laughs> you know what I mean? I hated eating them. I couldn't stand eating them. So I just gave up eating it. And I don't do that anymore. You know? It's not easy to stick to. No. But what is easy to stick to is having a suitable plan with your suitable protein in, suitable calories, which is good, high food if, for you. If, if you mix it up, yeah. If not, then it doesn't. It's not boring. Everything's exactly. different. Yeah, exactly. But you're still getting what you need. Exactly. But you can also sign. I mean, a lot of most successful people eat at the same time, eat the same thing most day. Yeah. I mean, you, Harry, us to eat mostly the same thing most same days. Same thing. We still have, as I said, both intermittent fasting. Yeah. Eight hours. Yeah. Eight hour windows. And yeah. Yeah, it is roughly similar. Exactly. You don't need to intermittent fast, but it makes it easier if you're in a deficit. Yeah, 100%. And it does kind of make your food a bit more enjoyable because you kind of... It sounds odd, but it feels like you've almost worked for it, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, it does. You know, instead of like, you've earned the right to eat. That's it. So the food is more, it's more sort of, you know, to me it's more more satisfying. the, The thing with it is, is that you also... You're not you're less reliant on on food as well. Yeah. If that makes sense. Hundred percent. I mean, everyone needs food and yeah. water, etc. But you you find yourself less reliant. Yeah. And, and less needing to eat all the time. But it's because and because I think a big thing as well as we discussed, is that you're not reliant on food, so you're not worried about getting calories in. Because yeah. you know you're gonna get calories in. Yeah. And you know that you're gonna get enough protein, and you know that you're gonna get enough supernutrients that you need, mm. and micronutrients and macronutrients that you need, so. At the end of the day, you're not obsessed with eating. You're not thinking, oh, two hours will I eat? Yeah. You know? You'd be thinking, oh, in two hours I get to eat. Yeah. Yeah, you know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. And, and that becomes enjoyable. And, like, you, you'll find that naturally, when you're eating, that is eat time. Yeah. And you enjoy what you've eaten because you're hungry. Definitely. Instead of getting up, having porridge and a banana, and then in two hours' time you have chicken, and you're like, oh, I don't know, have yeah. it again. The reason why a lot of these, you know, a lot of bodybuilders do this is because they 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 want to get massive, yeah. you know, and and it is a lot easier to eat meals, sort of, 
two hours in between yeah. and imagine trying to fit all those calories in one meal at the end of the day 100% you see what I'm saying that's why they do that that's, that's why they eat these two hour windows and that's why they get all the, and because of their size they need to get a lot of protein like 300 400 grams of protein in. yeah the yeah. average person doesn't need to do that no so you don't have to follow that diet like trust me a lot of these guys didn't start out like that they got to that when they got to that size yeah you know they didn't start eating fucking eight bowls of fucking oatmeal in the morning yeah, yeah i mean and fucking 800 eggs you well, know it's funny you speak of bodybuilders because that brings us to our next one doesn't it our next topic uh ego lifting ego lifting 100 percent. yeah 100 percent. i mean i pff. how many times have we been in the gym yeah where we see people you know you could be half our size yeah you could be all muscle and be able to live more yeah but we see a lot of people that, that were fairly certain they're beginners. In the yeah. Room, or not entirely, they haven't exactly mapped it out. No. And they're trying to lift big heavy weights and their form's off their back bent and everything. And they're dropping weights on the floor because they're simply ego lifting. Yeah. And trying to impress people. Yeah. But actually, you look even worse because yep. you just look stupid. Ego lifting comes in many forms. It also actually impales in running. And it does also in play in uh, calisthenics. In every part of workouts, really. For example, ego lifting can be anything. It's it's basically ego lifting is too fast of a progressive overload. So, you know, you start running last week. Now you want to do a six miler. Yeah, that's it. You know, you probably won't injure yourself as much as you. You probably will feel the pain. You know, you but you probably won't injure yourself as much as you are to try and lift a twenty kilogram dumbbell when you've only lifted fourteen last week. No. But if you if you're running five times, a, if you just started running, you're running three times a week, and the next week you try a six miler. Yeah. Your recovery time is going to be a lot longer. Yeah. So it's probably going to hurt a lot. Hundred percent. Same with calisthenics. Like, you know, you just start a calisthenics, you just master out a pull up, and the next week you try to do a muscle up. That is injury. Yeah. That is injury. That's going to hurt you. Yeah. I mean, you've got to take time. It takes these these big movements take time. So again, when it comes to ego lifting, lift what you can lift. Yeah. And 100%. lifting heavy is not the answer. No. What is the answer is progressive overload to getting used to lift heavier weights. Yeah. And also just and also that brings about slightly to uh people watching in the gym. No one no one cares what you're lifting. Really. No. We don't go in the gym and go, Oh wow, that guy, oh I like that. Guy. He's lifting big weights. Kilograms. I mean yeah. we might look at something and be like, Oh okay. Yeah. But no one cares. So just don't ego lift because there's no point. Yeah, exactly. No point don't 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 try you don't get anything out of it, no one else gets anything out of it. Yeah. You just look stupid. Guys, don't try to look good for that girl. Yeah, I mean she's probably not even looking at you. She probably has a boyfriend anyway. And then, yeah, and I mean, then when when you drop the weights on you, she'll look at you even think, more. What a fucking idiot. Or again, yeah. she's probably not even looking at you because she doesn't even notice you anyway. That as well. Yeah, I mean, when you so, drop the weight on you, she'll even notice. It, yeah, so <laughs> so honestly guys, ego lifting does not work. Um what does work is a progressive overload that gets you to actually lifting the way you wish to lift. Yeah. which just gets you stronger and if you are looking to if you're looking to work out to impress someone then I'm sorry but you need to like rethink your goals because you're not going to get the results you're not going to get the results you want because you're just going to be looking lifting to look if you're doing it like for other people yeah stop right gonna now get, yeah you know yeah. so yeah I suppose that is quite a lot of, I mean Harry can you think of anything else you could add to that I think we covered the main points. Yeah, I suppose. But I do have a question for you, actually. Yes, what's that, my friend? Now, it relates into the sort of what we're talking about in regards to progressive overloads, etc. Mm. But I've seen a lot of things lately on muscle-ups, actually. Mm. Uh, a lot of advertisements and stuff like that. Now, there's not many people who can actually 
perfect the art of a muscle up. Mm. You, as I've seen, can do that. Mm. I think the question I have is, how did you go from? Because when we used to go before we had a gap, all we all we could do was pull ups. Mm. I see you next time, and you can do a muscle. Muscle. Up. <laughs> the question is, how did you get from a pull up to a muscle up? Now, number one, and I'll say this quickly, is engaging the correct muscles. Yeah. So the scapular muscles, guys, if you want to know what the scapulars are, it's the muscles on your back that, that control the movements of your arms. So the rotations of your arms, they're called your scapulars. Um, proper grip holds, proper grip strength. So realising that actually holding the bar is, is, is more than just a false grip. It's an overhand grip and a, and a, and a tight hold. Yeah. And also the information of using your legs with a pull-up. So a muscle-up comes from a swing. See what I mean? So you, so you kind of... You, when you're first progressing to do a muscle-up, you, you use the swing as power, so you kind of... Like a pendulum, and you bring yourself up. And your grip, your overhand grip, helps you push, and the scapulars help you pull in, and then you jump up and you've done a muscle-up. And then you go back down again. You see, muscle-ups is mostly about form, and it's mostly through practice of doing pull-ups that your form gets better. But to me, the number one thing that I did to improve my muscle-up and actually get me doing muscle-up was actually doing pull-ups wrong yeah because when i realized i was actually doing pull-ups wrong and realized i I needed to change the way i was doing pull-ups that's when i realized that actually i can now do a muscle-up because my hands were changed and my um my placements were changed my scapulars and my core and my forearms were engaged so i managed to throw that muscle-up up so Mostly it is through form check. And then the three things I would say that you can get you to a muscle up is using your legs for a swing for the start when you're a beginner. Making sure that your hands are fully wrapped around the bar. So you want to have your fingers joining your hands with your arms completely around. Yeah. And you want to keep your body, your, your arms straight and you want to keep your body loose. And you want to swing and just rip it up from there. Um, That's the key to form. But again, yeah. going back to like the ego lifting and people watching you yeah you actually failed multiple times yes in doing it in front of people yeah fell off the bars yeah etc until i got the strength to do it yeah yeah and eventually you did manage to do it and now look at me yeah i remember screaming in the gym going yes so no so really you didn't care what anyone thought i i i do i do (laughs) you failed and failed until you could do it 100 percent. which is what people beginners should take into account yeah don't care what anyone thinks or yeah. anything like that. No one's looking at you. Just keep keep going to fail. Yeah, exactly. See, see, see. Working to failure actually does help because I was working to failure. Yeah. That's what I was doing. Yeah. And then suddenly your failure becomes your best. Yeah. That's it. And then that's how you get to doing these sort of exercises. Mm. See, I remember when I used to think that the muscle up was impossible, but now I can do it. Yeah. And a lot of people still think the muscle up is a pull up. is impossible. But the yeah. thing is, I you if you consistently try it. Using those techniques, those techniques that I've given you, that's how you're going to improve it. Yeah. And that's how you're going to do it. You know, and a big answer to your question, Harry, is literally just consistency. But those three things with that question: grip, scapulars, and using your legs, and correct form. But there we go, Harry. That was a fucking ace question. <laughs> Look at this, Harry. It's probably one of our fucking longest podcasts, man. That's got. That's it. It's got to be. <laughs> there we go. We're doing. We're doing well. All right then. Well. Thank you, guys. Thank you for listening. Uh, quick shout out to my girlfriend, Chelsea Walsh. I love you very much. And if you're listening, uh, can't wait to see you soon. 
Uh, check out the kennels that she that she runs called Lone Valley Kennels if you want to get your dog in there. And uh, check out her page, Animal Chelsea's Animal Madness. Uh, that is a lot of information about animals and a lot of information about dogs and a lot of information about how to look after a dog and the needs of a dog. So, yeah. Um, thank you guys for listening and tune in for next week's. Thank you.